0: This episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast is brought to you by Steam Engine Accelopow Raw Vegan Power Bars, the best power bars in Vancouver, now exclusively only available at Steam Engine Coffee. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the screenplay writers. And welcome to episode 38 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. I am Ryan.
1: Hey, my name is Nathan.
0: We're your co-hosts on this uh, masterclass in screenplay writing. We've written dozens ourselves, dozens and dozens and dozens, and we've read so many books about them, about how to write screenplays. And we're in the process of pursuing production of a couple of our screenplays that have been greenlit by an agent friend of ours named Agent Nick. And we just wanted to share everything we've learned over the many, many months of working on screenplays with someone, you. Someone, yeah. And uh, that's what this podcast is all about. And you probably noticed there on the opening that we have a bit of an announcement and that is we're back with steam engine coffee we're our, back with steam engine
1: for those of you who have been following along uh, steam engine was our our original coffee shop job original. we parted ways am- amicably and left to fire hall and now after uh, some a bit of a kerfuffle with uh our the vegan a certain uh, product power bars we were yep. Selling under the table there. They kind of took over, and now we're back at Steam Engine. We're selling power bars under the table.
0: For us, what the key is is just about fit. It's, it's just, just a question of fit, and for us, at this juncture, it seemed like Steam Engine. Steam Engine just works. It just it, works The really great for us right now. It's work culture and it's we love community. It. Yeah, Debbie and Josh and, and the whole team at Steam Engine were just, uh, you know, we just got to a point where we were thinking, boy... Steam engine, great team, great atmosphere, cool interiors. You know, I would change up a few things about the interior design, maybe get some new countertops, maybe yeah. get some engineered stone, some granite of some kind, not the laminate stuff they have right now, but yeah, that's next phase.
1: Yeah, and they have those Eames chairs like the ones with the white yeah. kind of plastic with the um the the wood. Yeah. It's just like that so feels so outdone. Yeah. Right, well, you know what I mean.
0: So, bottom line is a uh, bit of a co-brand on a new product, totally unique and different for us, which is a power bar that is mostly raw. Uh, it's not totally raw; <laughs> it's mostly. It's so we're not really calling it raw anymore. It's a vegan, delicious power bar that we concocted totally, originally, and with with u- new, unique ingredients one of which is dates, another of which is cocoa nibs, another of which is toasted almonds. But many other things. Those are the big three. But many other things that would surprise you that you wouldn't even know. But when you taste it, let's just say It, it all comes together. It'll
1: rock your world. It's
0: super, super awesome. Yeah. So we're just jacked and thrilled to be back at steam so engine. So yeah. Love the environment, the atmosphere. We're going to suggest a few a couple changes, but otherwise we're making making coffee, making mostly raw vegan power bars that are available there over the table co-branded with Steam Engine and Excelopow, our new name of our organization. Let's talk about scenes. Nathan, we're talking about scenes in this episode, episode 38. But first, I got a question for you that goes something like this. Have you seen any good movies lately? Um. Movies, you know, on screen or even on your television. Have you seen any Pictures that you know last roughly an hour and a half to two hours um, that involve a story.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of flipping have through to think. Any of those? I mean, we've been so busy mind. lately in the kitchen cooking up. It's yeah. just. Yeah. It is tough to find the time.
0: Yeah, to actually get out there and, and, and sit through an hour and a half. You know. Yeah, that's a lot. That's it's a long lot. time. It's I a long I don't, time. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. Yeah, we, I mean, we, should we really like pat to ourselves write on them. the back for that.
0: Yeah, we like to write them and to analyze them on paper. Uh, get, actually, getting out to watch them is a bit of an ask. It's a bit of an ask, but uh, anyway, we should do that more. We should do that more.
1: Definitely on my. Uh,
0: on your list. On my list yeah. of
1: resolutions.
0: Your to-do list.
1: My to-do list. It's yeah. just it's just generally watch a few more movies than yeah. I do. Yeah.
0: Yep, good call. Well, speaking of screenplays, we're going to talk about scenes in this episode. It's one of those topics that, since day one of this podcast launching, we have gotten lots of requests for this one. People asking us, sending us private DMs and messages, and you know, non non-public uh, communications of all sorts. Uh what is a scene? How do you write a scene? Why do you write scenes? When do you write? You know, what's a scene? Yeah. Bottom line. So that's what people want to know about. And so we thought let's, let's put all our knowledge together and, and do this episode, which is what we're doing right now, which is what you're listening to.
1: <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly how to describe it so yeah. scenes what are scenes well a movie is comprised of them right they're, yep. they're yeah. kind of like the little moments that make up a movie yeah you, little nuggets little nuggets of action little nuggets that, that all kind of combine to create one thing yeah usually it's kind of like if you're in a location and then you switch to another location yeah that's usually the break of how I'd describe a scene yep. easiest way to kind of see it
0: Yes. Yes. No, exactly. I think you're nailing it here. Um, it's it's something happens sometimes in a scene, right? Yeah. You know, a piece of action takes place where there's a verb related, you know, action on screen. Somebody does something or somebody says something.
1: Yeah, usually one if you're gonna have your scenes like, well, how would you kinda sum up what happens in this scene? And if you can't kinda sum it up in 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 eight to ten sentences, then you probably don't have a scene, you yeah, know. It, yeah. it, when I first started, I wrote a lot of scenes of people where they were just kind of going about their daily business. Yeah, a lot of thinking. A lot of you thinking. You had a lot
0: of characters just thinking something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or like, yeah, they would just be kind of like making coffee and then just, and then I would write, oh, yeah, and then, you Makes know, coffee. Greg is just thinking about life. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. s- Sandra goes for a jog and then I would write, I would expect to have the full 20 minutes of that jog in the yeah. movie
0: comes back and reads entire newspaper. Yeah, top to bottom, and so then that's the crossword as well. So you it's know, just like I guess like, that's a scene if if the newspaper figures prominently in the story, but it never did. It never did. Yeah. It
1: it it it, and it was always yeah, it was just always kind of extraneous. But yeah. so I guess my point is is like if you're gonna, you know, you want to have some sort of tie it into the main story at least, yeah. you know. I would say. I mean, you don't have to, but it's a good idea.
0: It reminds me of uh, the Hare's Rule that is called, Nathan called it, pushing the ball down the field. You know, get the ball down the field, which is that each scene is sort of like a football um, play where they're trying to move the ball forward. And Mm -hmm. if you're not moving the ball forward, if you're moving it backwards or sideways, you're not accomplishing your goal. So yeah. every play needs to move the ball down the field towards the climax, which is the end zone.
1: Yeah. In this scenario, uh, you're the coach. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, players. And and players. What I was going to say, maybe the players are kind of the characters. The quarterback oh, is your, yes. is your no, protagonist, you're right. your you're hero. Right. And the other team, yeah. those are the villains.
0: Yeah. You're the guy on the upstairs in the box with the headset on calling the plays down to the offensive coordinator who then relays them to the quarterback, and the quarterback is your characters.
1: Yep, and then all those screaming fans, those are your friends and family cheering and, you on to write your screenplay.
0: And your fans also who watch the, the screenplay ultimately on screen. Yep. And they who hand you the awards and the, the <laughs> checks and all the... All the things that come with being a screenplay writer—the the financial, uh, you know, rewards and trophies and things like that.
1: Yeah, and then all that water and the Gatorade on the side—that's your steaming hot mug of coffee to that's get to get coffee. you getting ready. And then, yep. well, the snacks that they sell in the stands—those are probably.
0: Those are just snacks. Those are just snacks, yeah, which everybody needs. Everybody needs. Yeah, we all need snacks. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's talk about script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. In script surgery, we slice up a film, we, we, we dissect it a little bit, and we bring it back to life, and uh, we just analyze it, essentially, is what we do. We're surgeons, you you might say, of scripts. What are we talking about today, Nathan?
1: Talking about Black Panther. Right. Um Mar-Vell movie. Yeah. Of recent, relatively recent times.
0: Yep. I loved it. Okay. Okay. Um, tell me, what was your sort of initial three impressions?
1: Fast cars, loud music.
0: And a great screenplay. And a great screenplay. Yeah, me too. The same three in that same order. Yep. Um, absolutely. What this one does is it uh, it tells a story. It tells a story. You know, from from the first uh, opening scene of this screenplay, the scenes roll forward, moving the ball down the field, crafting a relatively complex yet easy to understand and entertaining a story. That ultimately leads to a dynamic climax and, you know, outstanding finish that I would highly recommend.
1: Yeah, I would say just, yeah, just see it. Just you'll, go you'll see it. You'll figure it out. You don't need to, we don't need to tell you too much about it. I don't want to spoil it.
0: Yeah, we don't need to spoil it. There's lots of characters. There's uh, flying and car, car, the car chase scene was fantastic, as Nathan said. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but screenplay wise, this thing really does a fantastic job of telling this story. It builds interesting characters page by page. And again, coming back to the scenes, you know, what I would say about the scenes is the timing of them was impeccable. Yeah, it was great. The timing great. was impeccable. Uh they, they moved the ball down the field, they just really delivered scenes of interest, scenes of diversity, scenes of the outdoors. Yeah. <coughs> so that one's a winner. Let's do logline cage match.
1: Logline cage match is where we pitch each other ideas to simulate, you know, a real pitch uh, meeting with an executive, and we give each other no holds barred feedback. We're honest. Um, yeah. With each other.
0: Yeah, it's like you get the notes when you uh, submit a screenplay to, to to the stakeholders, we call them. They give you back notes. Well, that's essentially what Nathan and I are doing, except that our notes are, you know, they're they're, they're just straight-up honesty, um, which is how you improve is, is through Logline Cage Match. So today I'm going to read one, Nathan, that I've been, you know, almost getting to the whiteboard stage. Um post-brainstorm whiteboard where I'm kind of mapping out the structure of the scenes. Yeah. So that's a good one to talk about today. It's called Detective Normal. A new detective gets assigned to the local detachment, but there's something off about him. He's completely normal and boring with no odd quirks. He's a married father of two and plays softball on Tuesdays. He has a ready laugh and loves popcorn. And... He's a great detective. So that's it. It's called Detective Normal. And it's, in my mind, completely different from anything else you see on screen, which is always a detective with psychological issues, odd quirks, they're borderline autistic or something like that. They're on the spectrum, you know, these types of things. This guy, something weird about him, nothing weird. Yeah.
1: I think that's a great idea because, it's, I mean... People relate to, pe- you know, the mundane. Right. There's something about that that I think is right. really interesting and it's worth okay. exploring. Yep. You know? I say take it to the whiteboard stage okay. immediately.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll shift some things around and get mapping out the scenes on the whiteboard. Um, yeah, it's sort of building off what we were talking about, I, I believe, in our last episode about... Maybe two episodes ago, about sort of a boring like Dilbert-like character. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make.
1: What if Dil? You could try to do a crossover, and Dilbert yeah. would be the detective.
0: Could do, could do it. I have to chat with Scott Adams on that, which I don't want to do, but I could think about doing that. Yeah, the idea is this guy is so exceptionally normal, it's bizarre. Yeah. So anyway, that's where I was coming from with this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, go for
0: it. All right, right, will do. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of this episode 38 on Scenes on the Screenplay Writers Podcast, which was brought to you by our good friends and coworkers at Steam Engine Coffee with our new Steam Engine Accelopow mostly, mostly Raw Vegan Power Bar. Amazing taste, over the counter, totally legit. We are pursuing our legal action against Firehall Coffee. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.